It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Tuesday morning at Wax. Good morning, shank of the day, baby. Bob and Joe with you. Speaking of hearts, come on out to the Eau Claire Farm Show later on today. Starts at 9 o'clock this morning at Menard's Chippewa Valley Convention Center out on the west side of Eau Claire. Have health checks so you can have somebody listen to your heart, see if you got one, and uh, see maybe what shape it's in. But they're going to have, uh, what else, Jill? They're going to have uh, cancer screenings. and They're going to have cancer screenings. They're going to have uh, bring your water samples for well water testing and get a coupon for radon testing. And the FFA silent auction is back. And the annual Aggie Awards are will be presented today at noon. All right. So lots of this is just day one. Of the farm show here in Eau Claire, and it'll go today and tomorrow. So we've got uh, drawings, too. What are we giving away at our booth? We're giving away some Marika Gouda coupons. Good. You know, and they're for either store, the one here in Eau Claire or the one in Thorpe. All right, so sign up and bring your cell phone because we're getting into the modern world. We're doing it with a QR code. You know, we always stand around and fill out those forms. Well, now we're going to ask you to bring your cell phone and take a picture of that QR code. You're automatically registered, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I'm I'm not real familiar with the QR codes, but I'll get up to date on we'll it We'll figure quick. it out. We'll figure it out. So we want to see you at the farm show later on today. It should be a good one. And uh, also, we want to pass along our condolences to, uh, of course, our friend Kristen Smith, who helps us in the farm department here in a lot of ways, does the, uh, the program on Monday mornings uh, with Jill. Her just wonderful dad, Lowell, passed away over the weekend, and Lowell Rail was uh, in his uh, early 80s and had some health problems, but uh, he saw what he wanted to see. Farm technology days on his farm, now Dennis's farm, and uh, that was last July, of course, and Lowell was around there with a big smile on his face, riding his cart around during preparation during the show during teardown and had a ball at uh, farm tech fest the country show on wednesday evening and uh passed away over the weekend uh, the f- celebration of his life and the visitation and funeral will be tomorrow as a matter of fact in loyal but what a great guy i remember i don't know why i remember this because so many people i watched so many cow shows over the years but i remember when Lowell and the family, Kristen and Dennis and Susie and the rest of them, and uh, Valora, they all, they had a big, beautiful white Holstein, mostly a white Holstein cow, a few black spots on it. I remember that cow for whatever reason. I don't remember her name, but I remember that cow, and she was a a champion Holstein cow, big white cow that they used to show, and uh, Lowell was so proud of her, and uh, they just uh, had showed cattle all over for... uh, so long growing up, but uh, leaves a wonderful family and a wonderful legacy of uh, service to the community and uh, just a good guy. And I'm, I'm glad uh, I got to know him so well. I had stopped and visited with him at the house before Farm Tech Days last summer one day and uh, just uh, had, a, had a good time. And uh, we'll miss him. Lowell Rail, rest in peace, my friend. All right, other things uh, going on, and again, his uh, services will be tomorrow over there in Loyal. I think a visitation will start at 9 in the morning, and then the uh, funeral service will be at 11. And I think they're, I think uh, Kristen said, Jill, correct me if I'm wrong, they're, 
they're going to give them one final ride around the farm. I'm sure they are. Yeah, so that'll that'll mean a lot to to the family, and I'm sure he's smiling down. The, Lowell, you done good, that's for sure. Well, other things going on besides uh, that in the farm show. Good luck to all the girls' basketball teams around our area. Colfax, Blair Taylor, Chippewa Falls, McDonald, and even down in West Salem. All those teams are in the state basketball tournament for the girls this weekend over at Green Bay. I believe Colfax plays Thursday evening. Blair Taylor will play Friday morning, and Chippewa Falls McDonald will also play Friday morning. I don't think they play each other, but uh, they will be playing in the state girls' basketball tournament. So congratulations on getting to the tournament. That's the, uh, the ultimate prize is getting there because so few teams make it. All right, weather-wise... Well, shouldn't be too much of a problem getting to Green Bay or wherever you want to get to. The farm show today, especially. Might be the last time we see sun for a while, though. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Should be around 40 today, partly sunny, down to 27 tonight. Then cloudy, I don't know, through at least the weekend, it looks like. And precipitation Thursday and Friday. And again on Sunday, a little bit of snow, but temperatures going to be in the upper 30s so if it is snow it's going to be heavy and wet otherwise kind of like yesterday snowed early in a lot of places and then turned to drizzle and uh, not really didn't really cause too much of a problem but 40 today with partly sunny conditions then cloudy through uh, the weekend upper 30s will be the temperatures pretty much every day at a minute after five this is 104.5 fm waxx so claire let's find out what's going on NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The man who is tasked with bringing down inflation is in the hot seat this week. Lisa Taylor explains. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell will face questions on Capitol Hill about whether the continued rise in interest rates is working to bring inflation down. Recent data shows a mixed bag of results. With more hikes, it will be costlier for Americans to buy a home, a car, and most credit card balances will increase. I'm Lisa Taylor. A group of people arrested in Atlanta over the weekend for a violent protest at the construction site of a new public safety training center are facing domestic terrorism charges. That's according to local jail records. Activists organized a music festival to begin a week of protesting against the center. The event took a turn and ended with some storming the site and burning equipment. Police also say they threw rocks, bricks, and Molotov cocktails at officers. A man is charged with trying to stab a flight attendant on a flight from Los Angeles to Boston with a broken spoon. Brian Shook has the story. Federal prosecutors say it happened on a United Airlines flight Sunday night after the suspect attempted to open an emergency door. The 33-year-old Massachusetts man was tackled by other passengers. No one on the flight was hurt, and the suspect was taken into custody when the plane landed in Boston. I'm Brian Shook. A second person has died after a stampede at a concert in Rochester, New York on Sunday. Police say the latest victim was one of the two women in critical condition at a local hospital. Another woman was the first reported death. At least eight other people were injured. Authorities initially responded to a report of shots fired at the concert venue, but they found no evidence of a shooting. Memphis-born rapper Glorilla was the show's headliner. In parts of California are dealing with record-breaking amounts of snowfall. More than 17 inches hit the Sierra Nevada mountains in recent days, bringing the total to roughly 16 feet over the last two weeks. With over 48 feet of snow recorded so far, it's the area's snowiest season in over 10 years. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Agriculture. 
It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, shouldn't have a problem getting around the next few days. Uh, Partly sunny today. Maybe this is the only day you need sunglasses to help you. But a lot of folks are going to see 40 upper 30s today and maybe into the low 40s in some place. Partly sunny then. Start clouding up later on and clouds and a little precipitation right on through the weekend. Tomorrow, probably just cloudy. But then Thursday, Friday looks like a chance of some snow or whatever kind of precipitation we're going to get with temperatures in the mid to upper 30s. Saturday, 36 and cloudy. Sunday, 36, more precipitation. Be ready for it. I don't know what it's going to be like. We'll talk to Mike Dandry. He can give us a better clue later on. Right now, it's very pleasant. 30 in Rice Lake. Medford's cool at 21. Wausau at 26. Marshfield at 28. Lacrosse 35. 29 in Green Bay. Madison at 33. Milwaukee at 36. And right now, very pleasant. 31 in Eau Claire. I didn't look up. Is the sky clear? Can you see the moon or the stars or anything? Yes, the sky is clear. You can see a lot of planets, too. Oh, good. Can you identify them all? Um, I have an app on my phone. Yeah. So I do. And uh, Jupiter's out there, Saturn, uh, Venus, and Mars. Venus, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Better stay out there and not in here. Six minutes after five on day one of the Eau Claire Farm Show. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Seven and a half minutes after five o'clock as we look at the markets, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance and Jill, the cash livestock. Choice fed beef steers are 150 to 172 with mixed at 138 to 150. Choice fed beef heifers are 150 to 172 with mixed at 133 to 150. Choice fed Holstein steers are 127 to 142 with select and silage fed steers 116 to 125. Cows are 80 to 114 with bulls at 98 to 113. Butcher hogs are 40 to 65 with sows at 51 to 55 and a quarter. Boars are 19 to 30. Shore market lambs that are 120 to 155 pounds are 135 to 148. There's no quote from the unshorn market lambs. Feeder lambs are 150 to 280. Ewes are 75 to 250. Small goats are 170 to 205. Medium goats are 130 to 215. Large goats are 160 to 460. And nanny goats are 15 to 240. And at the Mercantile Exchange, cattle were higher yesterday. Hogs were mixed. April live cattle 166.10. That was up 67. Uh, June 161 even. That was up 32. August cattle 160.47 up 57. And October 165 even up 57. Feeder cattle the March contract, 192.07, up 207. April, up 257 at 198.60. May feeder cattle at 203.25, up 230. August at 216.80, at up 212. September feeder cattle closed at 219.17, up 207. Lean hog carcass contracts, they were mixed. April down $1.07 at 83.47. May down 40 at 93.05. June was unchanged at $100.62. And July, 102.97 was up 12. Board of Trade May contracts, corn was down yesterday. The lowest prices in about six months. Corn not doing well. 
beans were higher, all of a sudden some big demand for soybean meal. And uh, looking out, though, at the July contracts overnight, July corn was a fraction higher at 626. Oats down 6 at 328. July wheat up 21, or excuse me, up 2 at 706. The March soybeans overnight up a dime at 1541. July up 1 at 1517. Soybean meal up $3.10 a ton for July at 485.80. Barrel cheese up six and a quarter cents, one sixty three and three quarters. The blocks down three and a half, one ninety one and a half. Butter unchanged, two thirty four and a half. March class three up three, seventeen seventy eight. April up nine at seventeen sixty two. May up seven at seventeen ninety. June was down two at eighteen thirty one. And July up three at eighteen ninety. And that's the way the markets look this morning. We got lots of farm news to talk about, including the farm show. We'll do that next. We're about uh, almost 11 minutes after 5 o'clock. Jerry Clark, Chippewa County Agricultural Agent, will be in. He's got a big day coming up, kind of like the old days. County Ag agents are getting together to share information, forages, and Jerry will be along to talk about that. He'll be at the farm show today, too, so you can talk to him. So lots going on this morning as we take a look at our farm news on Wax, brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And again, we've got the folks at Chili Implement to thank for sponsoring our farm news this morning. And, Jill, we won't be at the station today. We will not. Today is day one of the 59th annual Eau Claire Farm Show at Menard's Chippewa Valley Expo Center on Eau Claire's west side. The two-day show will open at nine both days today and tomorrow and run till 3.30 in the afternoon with free parking and free admission. The show will also offer free health clinics like cancer screening and blood pressure checks and free well water testing. The FFA will be running a silent auction and at noon today will present the annual Aggie Awards to two people who have helped grow agriculture in western Wisconsin. And U.S. dairy exports set new records in 2022 for the third year in a row. According to data finalized in February, more than $9 billion worth of U.S. dairy products reached international customers in 2022. Dairy products that were shipped through the international market accounted for 18% of total U.S. milk production. Dairy export value was the second highest on record. National Milk Producers Federation worked with members and policymakers to find solutions to support the dairy product exporter with those challenges. And those challenges included supply chain issues, defending market access rights against barriers to trade around the world, and strengthening partnerships with countries. And we're going to talk egg numbers. They are detailed in the latest Chickens and Eggs report by the USDA National Agricultural Statistics Service. United States egg production totaled just over $9 billion in January, but that is 6% lower than last year. Total number of layers on January averaged $375 million, and that's down 5% from last year. Iowa continues to rank first in the nation with production of over a billion eggs in January. Here in Wisconsin, our chickens produced 151 million eggs in January, up 2% from December, but 16% lower than last year. Layer chickens on hand average 5.8 million. That's up 1% from December, but down a staggering 18% from the same month last year here in Wisconsin. 
And we do rank 17th in the nation in egg production. All right. And, of course, hopefully we get through avian influenza, the bird flu, causing all those losses of birds, losses of egg production, and the more expensive egg prices. But uh, I think egg prices are starting to moderate a little bit in the grocery store. And we'll take a look at food prices as we go along this morning. And uh, Joe mentioned the farm show. Also, a lot of shows will be going on out at the... the Chippewa Valley Expo Center out there at Menards on the west side, and we've got some coupons for a show coming up in the future. Very few, but we'll have a few at our booth today. What are those for, Jill? It is a VIP pass, and it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, March 10th through the 12th, and that's at the Central Wisconsin Convention and Expo Center at the Cedar Creek Mall in Rothschild. Oh, that'll be in Rothschild. That's not yep. here. Okay, that's nope. over in central Wisconsin. But it's fishing, boating, and outdoors.com, so you can find out some more. All right, so stop in, and uh, we'll, we've got a few passes to give away for that show coming up right away this weekend because they're 7th and 8th of the farm show, and then if you want to go over there on the weekend, we'll uh, have a pass or two to pass along to you. 16 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock here at Wax. We've got right now 31 degrees, partly sunny today and 40. Great day to come to the farm show and see us. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, coming up, we're going to have a, hear a conversation that you had recently with Isaac Orr. Who's Isaac Orr? Well, he is part of the American Experience it's a think tank that comes out of Minnesota, and they look at the impacts that wind farms and solar panels have on the environment. Okay. And, and it's really important to have our electricity, but they're kind of looking at the whole picture instead of just the benefits of these things. All right, and uh, getting to be more and more solar panels and more programs, more solar panels are going to go in around the area. So we'll hear that next right here on Wax. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Solar panels, wind turbines, making energy is so important for the population. I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. I caught up with Isaac Orr. He is part of the Center of American Experiment Conservation Think Tank located in Minnesota. He gave me some background on what they do at the American Experiment. They really look through all it takes to set up those solar panels and those wind turbines. And he really brings another perspective on wind turbines and solar facilities. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So Center of the American Experiment, we call it American Experiment because the whole name is a mouthful. Uh, is a conservative think tank located in Minnesota. So we're in one of the suburbs of Minneapolis, uh, but I grew up on a dairy farm in Wisconsin, right? So uh, agriculture is in my blood. Uh, can't really, you can take the boy off the farm, but you can't take the farm out of the boy, right? So uh, we milked 40 head, we had 100 head of beef cattle, we farrowed hogs, so we did the whole nine yards. And uh, really, uh, my, my bailiwick or my area specialty is energy and environmental policy, and a lot of times that includes agriculture. We keep hearing about solar panels and we hear about the wind farms and you really are doing a lot of research 
directly related to those things. One of the things that we've really specialized in at American Experiment is figuring out how many wind turbines, solar panels, or battery storage facilities you'd need to do some of these proposals that are coming out of Madison with the Evers administration or Washington with the Biden administration, right? They want us to use only these sources of electricity, but you know, we've done a lot of research crunching the numbers, figuring out if this would you know, be reliable. Will we have blackouts if we do it? And the, the answer is it's going to be very expensive. So we figured out it would cost about $248 billion extra through 2050 to convert Wisconsin's electricity from uh, coal and natural gas and nuclear to wind, solar, battery storage, and a little bit of nuclear, right? So that's a huge expense. You're talking about expense for the equipment, but what about the expense of the land and the land use? Yeah, that's, that's a huge part of it, right? So um, we would need to increase the amount of land that we are using for power plant generation a lot, right? So uh, your average solar facility requires eight acres per megawatt, right? And we figured out you'd need 35,000 megawatts in order to produce enough electricity with these things in order to help meet these goals that are being established by uh, these politicians, right? And we also figured out you'd need, uh, I think it's like 47,000 megawatts of wind and another 42,000 megawatts of battery storage. So put all of that together, a wind turbine, a uh, wind farm, if you want to call it that, uh, I don't, I call it a facility, uh, is 106 acres per megawatt. Right, So if you look at the, the acreage needed, you're looking at 5 million acres for all of the wind, solar, and battery storage uh, that you would need in order to power the state uh, less reliably than we are right now with coal, natural gas, and nuclear. You know, 5 million acres is 13% of the land area of the entire state of Wisconsin. Like, I don't think people are going to stand for that. Well, and taking away that much land out of production, that's going to hit them in another pocketbook too, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, because, you know, towns like the ones I grew up in, you know, they're very dependent on the agriculture industry. So you're going to have a lot of jobs in the area that go away because you're going to have less need for people at the, the elevator, right? Because there's going to be fewer crops that are grown. So you're going to have fewer dollars that are in the local economy at the machine shop or, you know, wherever you're looking to, you know, wherever your local agriculture dollar gets spent. So you might replace some of that with uh, subsidized, you know, wind and solar money, but it, it won't be the same, right? You're going to have this loss of all of these, uh, you know, it's, for me, it's the, the feed dealers, the seed dealers, the, um, you know, the, it's the, the folks that are in the ag industry. You're going to see an atrophy of the ag economy, and that's not what we want to see. You went right to the ag industry. I was thinking just about the consumers. What are those food prices going to do? Oh, yeah. People love the price of eggs right now. So if you love them now, just wait. Um, yeah, so that will happen because we're encouraging farmers to not grow uh, food anymore. And that's that's a problem because, you know, I'm grateful that they put food on our tables. But it's not just our tables. America's farmers help feed the world. So, um, you know, for us, it's going to be inconvenient. We're going to have higher prices. And, you know, that's going to lead to hard decisions for families in, in this country. But it's going to be even worse for people in the developing world who already don't eat enough. So, uh, we really need to be thinking about, you know, not only the impact this is going to have on Americans, because that's going to hurt, but it's going to be absolutely devastating abroad. So we keep talking about these facilities, turbine facilities and the solar panel facilities. What happens when they go out of style, when they don't work anymore? What's going to happen to these facilities? 
That is a great question. And uh, we don't know the answer to that because it hasn't really happened yet. So unfortunately, like when you look at California, they were early adopters on this stuff. And as you drive through the Central Valley, you'll just see a bunch of wind turbines that were built in the 70s and 80s that are still there that are just broken. It's like a forest of broken wind turbines. So uh, local units of government need to be really careful when they're permitting these things to say, look, if you're going to build this here, you are going to put aside enough money to decommission this facility in the future. It's going to be held as a irrevocable letter of credit or an upfront payment. So that way, if you guys go belly up, we're not stuck footing the bill, right? So the last thing we want is taxpayers footing the bill. And then you have to think about you know, solar panels aren't really economic to recycle. Uh, it costs about 20 to $30 to recycle a solar panel, where it costs $1 to $2 to landfill it. So it's a pretty easy economic decision. So, you know, we're importing most of these solar panels from China. 80% of solar panels come from China. Uh, a lot of these components are made by uh, enslaved Muslim Uyghurs working in Western China, and they're actually manufacturing these panels in facilities that are powered by coal. Like, you almost can't make this up because it's so wild, right? But the New York Times is reporting on this. The Biden administration uh, signed legislation uh, trying to stop the, the forced labor of Uyghurs, right? So I forget the exact name of that legislation, but there's a growing understanding that the supply chain for these quote-unquote clean energy sources is really pretty dirty. And again, Isaac Orr. You learned something listening to that, didn't you? I did. I learned it. It's so interesting because we always seem to hear just part of the picture. And he gave me the whole rundown, and it just I was very interested in what he had to say. Yeah, you should be because uh, the story is always bigger than maybe the headline. So uh, it's good to hear Isaac Orr, interesting stuff on uh, the solar energy. 28 and a half and how those panels come to be. 28 and a half after 5 o'clock. we got about 31 degrees now. About 40, partly sunny today. Good day to look at cattle. We'll find out about that. Rocky's going to join us next from Premier Livestock in Withy on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to Premier Livestock in Withy and Rocky joins us. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning, Bob. Well, I'll tell you how many... I can see why the Dollar Shave Club wasn't advertising over at that horse sale the other day. <laughs> you ain't selling no razors there, that's for boy, sure. Boy, oh boy, but the whiskers and the beards that were there. Unbelievable. And there yep. weren't, many, weren't many belt salesmen that would make a living with those, with all the suspenders either. That's right. <laughs> but a good crowd, a good horse sale. They had one there that I thought you might buy. A great big black percher and stallion a guy was riding. I thought, now... That's Rocky. You should have yeah, that right to style. ride around the neighborhood there in Lublin. Yep, just have to have a trampoline standing next to him to get on. So. <laughs> I know, they're way up in the air, but uh, but it was fun watching some of that. Uh, but how many states did you tell me approximately those uh, those guys and gals came from? I didn't check exactly, but at least at least a dozen. Yeah, they came At that's, least a dozen. That's a big sale, that's for sure. So they were there buying draft horses and driving horses and... Whatever else they want to do with those horses. Well, yep, so now, now uh, you know when we say we can't take machinery, why that is. Boy, I guess so. That lot was full of a lot of stuff. Well, we better get to markets. Uh, How did we do yesterday at uh, Premier? Uh, thank 
you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how yesterday, Monday's auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, we had a busy Monday. We sold over 1,150 head of livestock. Fed cattle sold steady to strong. High choice and prime. Holstein steers, 137 all the way up to 154. Select low choice, 120 to 136. Choice beef steers and heifers, 142 to 156. Market cows continue strong. Uh, high yielding cows from 85 to a dollar. Uh, most of the cows trading from 73 to 84. Uh, market bulls high yielding from 95 to a dollar 10. Organic market cows sold every Monday. High yielding cows from a dollar 10 to a dollar 42. Uh, lower yielding and lightweight a dollar nine and down. Newborn Holstein bull calf market guys, make sure you know what your Holstein bull calves are worth. We sold Holstein bull calves yesterday from 100 dollars all the way up to 270 bucks on the Holstein bull calves. Beef calves mostly from 175 to 430 dollars. So very very strong calf markets yesterday. Uh, today Tuesday we're going to have our special feeder cattle auction. We're expecting over a thousand head of feeder cattle. Uh, quality is excellent. Lots of beef calves, lots of Holsteins. Uh, we're also selling bred beef cows and cow calf pairs. Got a nice selection of bred cows. Uh, start them at 11 o'clock a.m. Go right into feeder cattle. If you're bringing bred beef cows, make sure they're here by 9 o'clock a.m. this morning to get preg checked. Then tomorrow, Wednesday, dairy cattle auction. Looks like a big one. We got three complete herd dispersals, three good quality uh, tie stall herds, Holsteins, red Holsteins, and some really fancy Jersey crosses. Uh, parlor freestall, guys. We got three loads of top parlor freestall cows for tomorrow. Also, 65 Holstein spring and heifers already on the listing. Full detailed list of consignments and market reports at Premier Livestock and Auctions.com. Questions? Give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. Uh, don't forget, very, very large machinery auction coming up March 24th. Over 50 tractors already consigned for that sale. Uh, we are getting very full with consignment. So make sure before you come with your items, you give us a call. Make sure that we're able to fit those in for you. Um, like I say, just physically going to run out of some room here. So check it out at uh, Premier Livestock and Auctions, 715-229-2500. And that's how it's shaped up, Bob. Boy, you know, that's the first time I've been there. I don't know, maybe all at the sale barn. Holy man, did you expand that building? You got uh, a lot of stuff under roof now. Yeah, no, it's uh How big is that? Out there you know, I don't the know I don't know square the square footage, but I think the main barn jeez, I don't want to say because I could be wrong. But uh well, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a pretty good of, size and we came a long way, I guess. Boy, so. I guess so. There's a lot of a lot of roof there, that's for sure. All right, have a good one, Rocky. We'll talk to you in the morning. You too, Bob. Thanks. There you go. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And uh, they put the roof on because of the weather in our area. It can be kind of cantankerous, uh, as we say. But uh, not right now. Let's find out. Our weather brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Mike Dandrea is uh, with us. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. How we doing? Well, pretty good. But if you like the sun, you better get out today because it doesn't look like it's going to shine much the next few days. Yeah, especially in the early going of today, we'll have more sunshine. But clouds will start to roll in towards the mid-afternoon. And our highs today mostly climbing around the 40-degree mark, and those clouds will stay around through the overnight, but we'll be staying dry, and it'll keep us mild. Our lows mostly dipping to the mid to upper 20s. Some of us may even stay into the low 30s. Now going into tomorrow, still mostly cloudy. Highs once again into the upper 30s. Staying dry for the most part. There may be a few snow showers towards eastern Minnesota, but then heading into Thursday, that's where we have a better chance at some snow showers later on in the day. 
mostly cloudy otherwise. Winds start to pick up quite a bit, mostly out of the east between 15 to 20 miles per hour. Thursday night into Friday presents our best chance at snow and even some blowing snow out of this as well with our lows dipping into the upper 20s. So this may be more of a wet, heavy snow once again. Still very breezy. Wind gusts could reach 30 miles per hour. Some of those chances at snow showers may take us through the morning on Friday. Highs into the low 30s and heading into Saturday, we do get a little bit of a break from the snow. Partly sunny, mid-30s once again. And then Sunday brings us another chance at snow showers. Still with highs into the low to mid-30s. And then staying dry to kick off next week. Partly sunny, low to mid-30s on tap. And right now, we do have a mostly clear sky, a pretty nice view of the moon, and a temperature of 29 degrees in Eau Claire. Ooh, pretty nice march so far, buddy. I'd have to say so, yep. Yeah, how's, how is it in North Dakota? Did you go out there fishing, or where'd you go the last couple of days? I was actually in uh, Canada. I went for a Winnipeg Jets game on Saturday, and it was a barn burner. The Jets ended up winning 7-5. to five. You went all that way for a hockey game? Well, that and to see some friends up oh, that way, okay. too. But right. well, that's good. <laughs> the hockey game was the highlight of the trip. <laughs> oh, well, the friends, friends didn't amount to much, huh? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, Mike. You too, Bob. All right, there you go. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13 as we look at our weather on wax. Brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 minutes now before 6 o'clock at Wax. Let's get in the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. Are you going to grace us either today or tomorrow, a little bit at least, with your presence at the farm show? Wouldn't miss it. Had a girl. That's right. I got my galoshes on and my shovel ready to go because I know what it's like when you were out there BSing with people. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a lot of them that I can't keep up with. <laughs> you know what? I heard you sing in Chattahoochee earlier. I want, you to, I want to hear you hit that note again. Maybe we'll get a karaoke mic in your hand and you can do a little show for us. I've done that in the past, but not at 11 o'clock in the morning. It's close to 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> You're priming the pump with uh, a little, little something different than milk, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Every once in a while. What's going on? Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We'll start with headlines that keep us in the state and stretch the lens a little bit with a Sheboygan mom accused of strangling one of her children and trying to drown the other, possibly changing a plea. With 715 Newsroom coverage, John DeMaster looks closer. Natalia Hitchcock originally entered an insanity plea to charges that she killed her 8-year-old son and tried to kill her 11-year-old son in March of last year. Court records show there's a hearing next month, April 3rd, where she could change that plea. Hitchcock told police that she felt somebody was controlling her mind and said she killed her son to protect him from the dark web. I'm John DeMaster. We looked at Mother Nature and we've seen some sloppy wet stuff. And the National Weather Service says there is now a 55% chance of minor flooding along the Chippewa and Eau Claire rivers and a 50% chance of moderate flooding with the models showing that water could tip over. Said as the snow melts, just want to keep a better sense of how high our local rivers may rise. We've likely heard the rumblings, but it was confirmed yesterday. Hundreds of people facing an uncertain future now with Hutchinson Technology and Eau Claire out of a job. And Department of Workforce Development do confirm that they're laying off about 237 people, 55% of the company's workforce here in Eau Claire. The state's saying the layoffs are set to take effect on May 5th. 
On the political stage, there will be one debate in Wisconsin's race for Supreme Court. Judge Janet Protasewicz yesterday agreeing to appear at a debate that will be hosted by the State Bar of Wisconsin and a Madison TV station on March 21st. If you're interested in that, uh, you can plan to watch that race, which is highly contested and expected to be more expensive as they put money into that. And just a heads up, if you know somebody that's looking for a job, a lot of people falling for an employment scam. The BBB chiming in with spokesperson Lisa Schiller here saying the scams are actually hitting people in that 18 to 34 age group. Here's what it's like. Consumers are having their information taken off a different site, such as Indeed. They're contacted and then they're offered a, a job and they're told that they need to give personal information, such as a checking account so that they can be paid direct deposit. And that information is used to conduct further scams. She went on to say if you encounter something shady in your job search, you can report that to authorities. And some people thinking they might not have to punch the clock. A lucky weekend across Wisconsin with the lottery saying there were four winning tickets drawn between Friday and Sunday. The first was a $100,000 all-or-nothing ticket in Pulaski. Then there was a winner in Turtle Lake and Sparta. So plenty of people celebrating a little extra cash today. But not us. We have to keep working and head back to the barn with Bob Bolsel, Jill Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. And I bought a lottery ticket, too. And here, I was, I'd never look at them, but I was hoping maybe... Maybe you'd say one from Eau Claire. No, not that I know of, but I can tell you my glove compartment, thanks to Alex, is full of uh, bookmarks. So if you want another yeah. bookmark or a gum wrapper, I can give you one of those. Well, if I won, I'd have taken you away from all this. Oh, you know what? Why don't you use the back of my lottery <laughs> tickets to write me some more poetry? That would be good, right? I, I can do that. Hit the jackpot. <laughs> That's a jackpot. All right. See you later. <laughs> Anytime. All right. There goes Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning. It's 20 minutes to 6 at Wax. Again, 29 degrees should get around 40 today. Jerry Clark is here. We're going to talk to him next. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Jerry Clark, Chippewa County Agricultural Agent, is with us this morning to uh, talk about a, a meeting he's got coming up. What's your official title now or the way they... They've jacked around with the extension service. What's, what's your title? Yeah, I'm an agricultural educator, so okay. I do focus still on the crops and soil right. side of things. But I'm with, uh, we've just kind of transitioned to Chippewa, Dunn, and Eau Claire. So Alyssa right. Seafelt's also done the same thing. So All we right. cover three so counties. Your crop, she's more livestock. Correct. All yep. right. And uh, in that vein, you know how to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. That's have right. A meeting. What's that all about? <laughs> well, the... Uh, Annual Chippewa Valley Forage Council will have its uh, annual seminar um, on March 17th, so St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Good Friday. It's actually on a Friday, so we'll be up at the back 40 in Bloomer uh, starting at 1130 to 230. And we got a number of speakers coming up that are uh, local anyway. We're not bringing in uh, state specialists out of Madison. We've got quite a few right here in our backyard. You bet. And uh, now the back 40, for those that aren't familiar where it is, uh, the back 40 is on the corner of Highway 40 and Highway 64, just east of Bloomer. So uh, there's two intersections with 40 and 64 as they run together. But go east of Bloomer about two miles, and it'll right. be that intersection. Up on 64, then where 40 turns 40 north. 40 turns north, yeah. All right. But uh, you do have, you're bringing home uh, a boy from Bloomer. One yeah. Of the, one of the speakers. <laughs> yeah, Bill Halfman. He's our um, new uh, beef outreach specialist with extension. A uh, long-time Monroe County agent and, a, again, a native of Bloomer. So he's going to be uh, on hand talking about some beef utilization of forages, especially alternative forages, if uh, any beef farmers are looking for different ways to feed their feed their animals or look at different forage options. Bill's going to be on hand to talk about that. 
And uh, Katie Wontog, longtime Dunn County agent who's now, what, in charge of farm business in the yep. state? Yeah, she's a farm management outreach specialist. And uh, Katie's going to talk about some crop production uh, types of uh, uh, things related to beginning farmer getting into grain production, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone that's maybe transitioning from that dairy to the grain operation, uh, some of the marketing types of things and some of those uh, uh, nuances that maybe come with transitioning from dairy to, to grain marketing. Yeah, another good Chippewa County boy, Lenny Polzine from Kadat, who's uh, now very much involved in dairy yeah, he's, with the university. What's he going to talk about? Yeah, so uh, uh, Leonard's been on board now, uh, I think, about eight, nine months, and he's, uh, again, from Kadat. But he's our new uh, Extension Dairy Marketing Outreach Specialist, so he's going to give us the dairy outlook uh, related to any of the, uh, not just milk, but also any of the dairy products. And uh, I've heard Lenny talk a couple different times and does an excellent job of presenting uh, markets and what's happening with trends in the dairy industry. So are you going to talk about anything or just register people? I'll mainly register people, but I also (laughs) talk about managing some nitrogen. We've done some nitrogen trials in Chippewa County over a couple locations. We'll kind of provide an update on what we're discovering there. And a couple of our friends from Compere Financial also going to be there. Now, March 15th is, you know, your crop insurance deadline here, but uh, who are they and what are they going to talk about? Well, uh, we got Kelly Jones and, and Mike Ginter. Not sure which one's coming or if both are coming, but since it's St. Patrick's Day, maybe we'll convince them both to come. There you Um, go. So they are sponsoring our lunch, so we really appreciate Compure Financial for helping us out there. But they're going to provide uh, more of the farm insurance update, again, past that crop insurance uh, deadline, but also some of those other uh, items that uh, just farms in general need to know from an insurance side of things. No, it is $5 to attend, but you're getting lunch and all these great yep. speakers. So uh, when do you want them to register? March 17th isn't that far away, 10 yeah. days away. Yeah, it's a week from Friday. So yeah, um, yeah call us just at the office anytime, or you can email uh, Amber's our uh, staff person, or you can email me. But uh, give us a call. What's your email? Uh, Jerome.Clark at whisk.edu. Pretty simple. And the phone number at the office? 715-726-7950. That'll get you directly to Amber, and she'll get you signed up. So what uh, kind of feeling have you got about uh, the way this weather's been in our alfalfa stands with snow and rain and everything else? I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, talking, We had a meeting yesterday. We were up uh, in the Bloomer area, and a lot of farmers there just said there's no frost in the ground. Water's no. going in. So I think overall uh, we should be in pretty good shape. Uh, but we'll know in about a month. Yeah, we will. And uh, you're going to have a booth at the farm show? Yes, we will be there. And so, again, Katie, uh, Bill, uh, Alyssa, we got quite a lineup. Margaret, oh, our horticulture educator, will be there this afternoon. So if you got any lawn and garden questions. I got plant questions. Is she going to be there this afternoon? Uh, yes, I think oh, she's there good. from 11 to 1 or 11 to 2, somewhere in that ballpark. Right. So when track was, Margaret down. Yeah, when I was gone, I had Jill in charge, and my plants Uh-oh. are almost dead. <laughs> it's called no, water. Not. It's called water. <laughs> I want but, them. But we'll... We'll take care of that later on today. All right, thanks, Jerry. Hey, we'll see you at the farm show. Sounds good. Thanks, Bob. All right, Jerry Clark, Chippewa County Agricultural Agent. Or wait a minute, he's got a. What's your new title? Ah, uh, well, still agriculture educator, but I'm okay. Don Chippewa and Eau Claire. All right, he's spreading his wings. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's ten minutes to six, and we need to hear from Hot Eamon and Sparta Equity. 
Bed cattle selling steady today with the high-yielding choice beef steers and heifers 161 to 170. Choice and select beef steers and heifers 150 to 160. The beef and dairy cross steers 150 to 165. The high-yielding choice Holstein steers 144 to 150. Topping at 152. The choice and select Holstein steers 133 to 143 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers 132 and down. Cow market steady. The high yielding cows bringing 86 to 96, topping at 98.50. The cutters and utilities 70 to 85. The low yielding and canter cow is 69 and down. Organic market today with the results from the March 6th sale. With most organic cows bringing 135 to 154. The thin and small organic cows 114 to 134. The organic steers and heifers bringing 140 to 155, topping at 159. Bull Market City with most bulls bringing 95 to 110 with a thin full of bulls over a ton discount at 94 and down. Gav today sold by the pound with a steady market with the quality Holstein bull calves bringing 130 to 210. The quality Holstein heifer calves 30 cents to a dollar. The quality beef bulls 225 to 375. The quality beef heifers two bucks to 325. The light and poor quality calves 10 to 60 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Wednesday. March 8th, starting at 10 o'clock with fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hut Aiming at Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. More markets. Let's get over the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Enjoying 35, 40 degrees? Yes, I am, and hopefully the sun will come out today and we'll melt some of that aggravation that we got yesterday, I like to call it. But in the, in the meantime, did uh, everybody enjoying that beautiful full moon this morning? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. It always is when you get a full moon, that's for sure. So get out and look at it, because it won't be long, and it'll be gone. Well, hey. how did the markets do on Monday over Stratford? Well, markets are very strong, and we'll tell the folks about it. Uh, Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from a very busy Monday yesterday here at Equity Stratford. On the cow market yesterday, high-holding fleshy Holstein cows are selling from 86 to 94. Most of the cows in yesterday's auction uh, were selling from 68 to 86. Thinner cows, a few of these light carcass cows, 65 and below. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are selling between 92 and $1.10, lighter weight bulls 88 and below. Fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers mostly from 130 to 145, uh, high choice and prime Holsteins up to 149, select under finished cattle 130 and below. Folks, calf market is very, very strong. Uh, Holstein bull calves yesterday, 9,230 pounders, selling from 100 to 250. Extreme top reaching 280 on the bull calves. Again, a lot of bull calves from 240 to 280. Very strong market, as I said, on those. Heifer calves, uh, fairly limited demand, $50 and below. These beef calves, uh, just extraordinary numbers that we've not uh, reported for a long time on these beef calves. Very strong demand, 200 to 475 yesterday, topping at $500 on the beef calves. A lot, a lot of beef calves yesterday from 400 to $500. So you folks that are uh, uh, bringing all your cattle to uh, beef animals, I think it's really paying off. So anyway, that was a summary from yesterday. So we get to a busy day here Tuesday today. We start at 10 o'clock here with the hay and bedding auction. Folks, we got a big selection of hay for you this morning. Uh, we do have small squares if you're interested. Uh, a lot of round bales, uh, first crop round bales. We also have some baleage uh, oats and peas mixture today. Round bales of that. So that'll be at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock will be the dairy auction. Part of that dairy auction today, uh, 
Uh, we do have some uh, uh, springing heifers and uh, uh, open heifers for that sale. Again, that'll be at 11 o'clock, also followed by the market auction. We do sell organic market cows here every Tuesday. As reported in the last couple of weeks, that organic market very strong also. So looking very good on the markets, Bob. And uh, with that, we'll turn it back to you, folks. Uh, do drive careful. Most of the main roads are pretty good. Uh, uh, that slush and garbage on the side roads is going to be there, I suppose, so we get some warmer weather. But in the meantime, enjoy the day. We'll be back here tomorrow morning give an update. Sounds good, Jerry. Thank you very much, Mr. Fitzgerald, over there at Equity of Stratford. And our market is brought to you by the Synergy Co-op folks over there at Ridgeland. And looking at the Board of Trade, uh, July contracts overnight. Corn up a fraction, 626. Wheat up two at 706. The oats down six at 328. The March soybeans overnight up a dime at 1541. The uh, July contract, 1517. Soybean meal for July up 310 a ton at 485.80. Country elevator prices. Northside elevator, loyal location. Corn's at 586 with beans at 1468. At the Arcadia location, corn's at 599 with soybeans at 1473. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls location, corn's at 583 with beans at 1469. And Connersville, corn's at 583 with beans at 1464. On the DTN screen, Golden Plump, corn today, 603. Baldwin, 590 and 1467. Corn at Duran, 585. Beans, 1462. Mondovi and Elmwood both have corn at 590. Soybeans at Mondovi, 1467. Elmwood, 1471. Fall Creek, 576 on the corn, 1442 on the beans. Osseo, 595 and 1471. Out at Elk Mound, 591 on the corn, 1468 on the beans. Sparta, 585 and 1461. Ellsworth, 565 on the corn, 1421 on the beans. Ethanol plants, Boysville, 603. Stanley, 592 to Richmond, 584. Barrel cheese up six and a quarter, 163 and three quarters. The blocks down three and a half, 191 and a half. Butter unchanged at 234 and a half. March class three. Up three, seventeen seventy eight. April up nine, seventeen sixty two. May up seven at seventeen ninety. June down two at eighteen thirty one. July up three, eighteen ninety. Don't forget, we'll see you at the farm show. Good day to get out. Partly sunny. High today about forty. Farm show starts nine o'clock. Menards Chippewa Valley Expo Center on the west side of Eau Claire. We'll see you there. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.